1: Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman.
0: Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show. For a brand new day, it is Tuesday, June 13th. It's Tuesday the 13th. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Bad luck for everyone. And it's awful. Oh no. Not as bad as the Friday one, but it's still it's ba- almost as bad. Bobby Voorhees is gonna come after us. Jason's cousin. Bobby. Yeah. He comes out on Tuesday the 13th. Right. He wears a football helmet. That's <laughs> right. Doesn't conceal his identity at all because no. you can see his face right through. That's it. more for his protection. It really is. Because if you try to come after Bobby with a two by four, <laughs> he's he's protected. You know in blunt force trauma if oh. you're a serial killer. <laughs> So, uh, happy June the 13th, everybody. Tuesday the 13th. Ooh. It is 2023. Wait a minute. What? That's the year of Larry.
2: The uh, United States Post Office has decided to use both Elvis stamps. Did you know this, by the way? No, I didn't. I just discovered this. They're using the young Elvis stamp for a standard mail and the old Elvis stamp for packages over 300 pounds. <laughs>
0: Heyo! Heyo! Oh, hell, Larry Sanders! It is right to give Larry Sanders thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to join us here today on the Ralph Report. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. Love the He's got a motherfucking mustache. Sitting here in the cave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, mm-hmm. Sheriff of Ghost Town, Mayor of Myrtle. He may be moving to Myrtle. <laughs> might,
1: might have to. Yeah.
0: The uh, Dilf Pickle, Nipsey Muscle, the victim of vandalism. Oh, son I almost of a bitch, forgot that. Off. You know it is. Holy oh, Gosh.
1: Oh, Holy Gosh.
0: It's Eddie Penn. Hey, everybody.
1: Eddie. <laughs> Yo, ho, Eddie.
0: How's things, Pence? Oh, Just perfect. <laughs> Just everything's rainbow and unicorns. <laughs> folks still in town rain and confetti family still in. they town? are they are i got another day what's today tuesday so yeah we, they'll leave tomorrow yeah wednesday well uh right please, and early please give them all our best i will beg them to please drive safely they need to yeah i am worried about because they are right. driving back back to myrtle beach they are beach. driving across the country octogenarians driving to and from from Los Angeles to Myrtle yeah. Beach crazy goddamn motherfucking Myrtle Beach insane well i hope they have good weather and clear sailing me too all the way me too what's going on with your uh, wrist by the way the your, wrist? your left hand oh. yesterday we did the munchin monday video yeah. and half the comments you know i slave over a hot <laughs> fish dehydrator all day long trying to get some fish jerky going and the only thing people want to know about What's wrong with Eddie's hand? Why is he wearing new hand? Well, I, I, it's not, it's I just, thought maybe you were going bowling. No, yeah, it's yeah. my bowling glove. Yeah. No, I just uh wear and tear on the body. Just my wrist bothers me for some reason. Oh, that's
3: I think not, it's like a, a tendonitis. A thing. It's like a
0: tendonitis I might have going. Probably from working out. I think it's from working out. Sure, from all your, you know, all you're working out from the working out. I just I I get it every once in a while on that left I know wrist. What you're working out with hey, that left hey, hand. That's I switch hit. If it starts to tinge a little bit in this one, I, I can go right. You're lifting the yeah. Uh, Four rounds I curls go
1: there. I can go any either way. It doesn't matter to me.
0: <sighs> but no, I think it's. I honestly think it's a it's a lifting injury. But that's why I didn't want to talk about it because it's like I sound like a douchebag. Well, you're wearing it. Fucking hurt. We're working you're out. A you know, giant giant
1: soft cast well, I, on your hand. I, I, People are going to notice my. I, I had. I pulled my sleeves down. Hopefully, nobody would notice. People see. They see. I things. know they see. But I, I. I think I.
0: You know, tweaked my wrist. So out. you're not going to bother to get it checked out or whatever. You're just going to just um, you're going to self diagnose well, and then what'd you, where'd you buy that? It's CVS. At the drugstore? store. Walgreens. Yeah, you just slap that on. You're like, Slapped oh, okay, I'm good now. Now I'm fixed. I'm good, man. Well,
1: Tracy wants me to keep call. She's been bugging me to call the doctor. Yeah, that's
0: what you do when and you have just, an injury. I
1: hate doing that because I have to go to a GP. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So that's a whole appointment I got to go through. And yeah. he's gonna
0: look, he's like I said, okay, well, I'll refer you to this guy. So I got to set up another appointment and right. then go back to this specialist to look at my. Th- so it's just it's just such a process. So instead, so I'm just gonna stabilize the wrist. I'm just gonna wrap it and just live that way and let my body do its natural healing function. You're not Wolverine. I'm, <laughs> you're not gonna naturally heal. You're, I will over time. You're in your late forties and your shit's falling apart. No, it's I'm I'm hanging together pretty well. I just hate going in and out of doctors' offices and making appointments. It's just. It's so much why don't you teleconference with a doctor i could maybe that's I'll the new that. maybe I'll try thing that. everybody does i haven't tried a teleconference yet maybe you I'll do, do a tele-appointment with yeah. your gp and you just hold your wonky wrist up to the zoom camera and he goes oh yeah i can't i got nothing for you here right. go see this guy and that's then, what i need and you got one you got one, see, one appointment you if, gotta go if i could through. just consolidate the one appointment i just hate going in and out of doctor's office especially down in la it's such a pain in the ass driving around well, Eddie, everything's a pain in the ass driving around. If it was around. like if it was if I was in severe pain or it was like life threatening, yes. But this is just like a little sore wrist. So it still hurts? Yeah, it's sore. Okay. Well, but then. I'm taking some, you know. All right. When well, we're acotropfen. having this conversation again yeah. three months from now, just everybody remember what I said.
1: Well, I got I got one of those fancy wristbands that can go left or right. So if I hurt my right one, I can just switch this over to my right. Right. I was thinking ahead.
0: But what if you have to double down? What if both wrists? Go? Well, then we're fucked. I guess I have to invest in another one, which I don't want to because they're pretty pricey. We'll do a GoFundMe for you. Not a big idea. Kids, we have a hell of a show (laughs) lined up for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Tuesdays are always fun on the Ralph Report because we're going to twist our tongues. If Eddie doesn't sprain it and need a a tongue cast. I've done that before. Oof, you haven't. (laughs) Uh, Also on Tuesdays, of course, TV (laughs) tunes coming your way. A TV theme song from a beloved TV series. We do a deep dive on the show and the song, and uh, we have a pretty good time doing it. Uh, Entertainment news, of course, your phone calls coming up. Mm -hmm. Before we get to any of that, a brand new commercial to feature Mm -hmm. on A Word From Our Sponsors.
2: And now A Word From Our Sponsors.
0: We do this from time to time on the podcast, just to... You know, look back in the world of advertising and see some commercials that probably wouldn't be as successful now as they were back sure, then. Sure. We've dealt with racism. Yeah. Sexism. We've dealt with yeah. misogyny. Yeah. Bad. Uh, well, recently, we've had a spate of terrifying and horrible dolls for children. Oh, creepy dolls. Awful. Well, we're still in that category. Matt Prince sends this along. I had heard about this doll. Only through Queen J because her sister apparently had one. And it is a source of uh, great comedy for them in their family. (laughs) Okay. And I didn't really know much about her until Matt sent me these two commercials. And it's. (sighs) I may have to get a job in the toy business (laughs) because apparently anyone can just come up with a toy and try to sell it to an unsuspecting public. Possibly. I don't know how Hasbro in 1965 ever thought this was going to be. A world beater. It's Little Miss No Name. What? Little Miss No Name. You okay. heard me. Little Miss No Name. Released in 1965. You know, at the time, the doll market was just on fire with the glamorous Barbie. Sure. She had her, her uh, Corvette and her right. dream house and her fancy jobs and her fancy clothes. And young Ken. Not old Ken. No, no. Not young my Ken. hashtag. Not my Ken. <laughs> so Hasbro said, we're going to go. You yeah. know, if they're going to zig, right. we're going to zag. Of course. And we're going to clean up on the on the the hole in the market. Right. You see a void, you got to fill it. Of course. That's how you make success in the toy biz. Smart business. So Hasbro said, what if we do the opposite of glamorous Barbie and we present uh, a hobo baby? Hobo baby. Yes. For <laughs> I get it. For the girls. Instead to of adult, go baby. Instead of rich, go poor. Right. Got it. Hobo, baby. and that's where little Miss No Name comes from. Little Miss No Name was said to have been inspired by the paintings of American artist Margaret Keene. i mm. remember with Margaret Keene. Not, I don't think she so. used to do those little urchins who had the giant saucer oh, yeah. eyes. Yeah, 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 creepy, horrible, Very horrible creepy. artwork. Awful, uh, collected only by serial killers and uh, <laughs> divorced ants. manic, manic depressives. So, uh, Little Miss No Name (laughs) looked like that. She came without shoes. Of course. She was dressed in a burlap sack. A burlap sack. With patches sewn onto it. uh, A safety pin holding her outfit together. Horrible, giant, sad brown eyes. A drooping mouth. Was the box a dumpster? No, no. Because that would have been amazing. (laughs) A box was actually a (laughs) snowstorm. Oh, a snowstorm? Yes. It was a, a shoeless urchin uh, hobo baby got it walking through a snowstorm oh,
1: should have been a dumpster that's a missed opportunity
0: in desperate need oh, no that's uh, that's little baby no one wants it <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a different that was doll. in the 80s yeah when the, came, a- the aids baby came out at a different time it's the aids baby chucking the dumpster right Um uh, little miss no name We're gonna get notes you know yeah that, we, right? i know look I- <laughs> I get so many calls and emails. Over I just that. I, You are. I didn't do anything. What you added to it? I started it, yes, but you added to it. So little Miss No Name was in her blizzard box, and her hands were molded so that if you extended her arm, if you lifted her arm up, uh-huh. her hands would come out, and it was like she was begging. Oh, a little beggar, a little beggar, little beggar little, little Miss No Name beggar doll.
1: Well, that's better than a, a a round finger shape, like. She's turning tricks for you. She's oh,
0: what is wrong with you today? <laughs>
1: no,
2: I just
0: I've been with my parents for like 3 days. It, it, so it, it all get all your it, pence, it gets dark, all darkest perversions yeah, out. Yeah, it gets all built up. You can't you got to get it out somehow. You're Sorry. All, you're all pensed up. I'm all pensed up. Uh on the box for, uh no name again, but a little backstory. Yeah. I need someone to love me. Oh god. I want to learn to play. <laughs> Please take me home with you. And brush my tear away. Oh. And the uh, the big selling point of the doll, as if it all wasn't enough, all right, you got was she had a giant teardrop. Oh, so she killed somebody in prison. <laughs> no, no. Oh. An actual plastic see-through. Oh, it's a... Like, it's like a, a okay. faux... It was like a tattoo. A, no, a faux water... What's <laughs> this baby done? Teardrop <laughs> that you could just plug into oh, her okay. face. There was a hole there, and the teardrop had a little stamina, and you could stick it into her face. Oh. So you could make her cry one single lonely so not- Indians standing by the side of the road looking at pollution tear. So, it's, came yeah, down it's, not a, it's not a tear of pain, but it's a tear of depression. Yeah, it's just of desperation and horror. How <laughs> <All> this <laughs> didn't fly off the shelves, well, oh. I can only imagine. I don't know what people were thinking. But uh, thank you, Matt, for sending us not one, but two commercials. Oh, from 1965. I'm excited. Desperately trying to move baby, little baby no-name. Little baby no-name. Little Miss no-name, trying to get them off the shelves <laughs> at the no department stores. <laughs> <laughs> they were not selling like the proverbial hotcakes, I'll tell you that much. But with this commercial, maybe, maybe there's some depressed little girl somewhere whose heartstrings could have been tugged by this <laughs> dynamic piece of
2: advertising. Have you ever wanted someone to take care of Someone who needs lots of cuddling and affection. Someone you can give your love to. Well, that someone is Little Miss No Name. She's the doll who needs more loving care than any doll you've ever had. Look, she has a tear on her cheek. Little Miss No Name is sad because she doesn't have a pretty dress. She doesn't have any shoes. She doesn't even have a name. But she does have big brown eyes. Most of all, Little Miss No Name has a heart filled with love. Give her a kiss and hold her close. Take your comb and make her hair look pretty. Little Miss No Name needs a home and all the love you can give her. You'll find Little Miss No Name standing in the snowstorm box at your toy store. Take her home with you today. Little Miss No Name.
0: If your kid wants to adopt a street urchin, <laughs> your kid has troubles. Yeah. What kid is going to get any joy out of taking care of a nameless, homeless orphan? <laughs> Unless they're codependent and nuts. What child wants to cuddle a dirty street hobo, oh. baby? Wow. That's insane. That's crazy. Well, that first commercial didn't work so well, apparently. That didn't do it? So they say, you know what we'll do? We'll put her sob story to music. Oh. What could make every little girl want to own Little Miss No Name than a catchy jingle?
3: She's Little Miss No Name. She's lonesome and blue. She's longing for someone exactly like you. She has no one to talk with. She just sits and she stares. Psychotic. She needs someone to hold. Someone who cares Poor little miss, no name On her cheek there's a tear She's a sad little nobody Cause there's nobody near So won't someone, won't somebody Do what someone should do And take home little miss, no name Won't someone
2: you will find little Miss No Name waiting for you at your toy store. In the hobo section.
1: <laughs> but they they did that to the baby. They created
0: that whole narrative. Yes. It's just a baby doll. They're the ones who are like, you need to take care of this baby because it's poor and it's lonely, has no name, and it's sad. Well then you made it that way. Why don't you take care of it? You created this. Hasbro? Fuck. Why don't you create little miss barren childless spinster? <laughs> who need, little Miss trust fund baby? Who needs that? needs a child to raise because her life is so empty and she's getting tired of her twenty seven cats. <laughs> See if she if she oh. wants to adopt the baby. I wonder if the Cabbage Patch dolls got inspiration from Little Miss Nona. These Cabbage Patch dolls had big smiles on their no, faces were, and they were yeah. roly poly and they were born in a Cabbage Patch. Right, but the whole they point is you dirty, adopted them. smelly hobo they babies. Were, they were orphan children you adopted. Yeah. I wonder if it's like the more. Uh, I guess nicer way a of more cheerful, a little more cheerful. <laughs> Fucking murderous M- hobo baby, Little Miss No Name.
1: Oh my God!
0: So uh, once again, not a big hit. Wow! However, it's become such a uh, a viral sensation now. The jokes about Little Miss No Name that if you can find one in mint condition in the box, yeah, three to four digits on auction sites. Holy shit! The high hundreds, maybe low thousands. Little if you can... Miss No Name's rich. Yeah, see. It's got to stick around long enough oh. and it all comes around. That's right. <laughs> Little miss. No name. <laughs> That's today's
2: and now a word from our sponsors. All right.
0: Let's see if we can twist our tongues around the latest suggestion from the Garmy. We do this every Tuesday. Uh, last week. Eddie ran into a little trouble. I was able wow, to. Yeah. I was able to conquer it. It's but possible, man. We'll see what happens this week. It's time for tongue twister Tuesday. Are
2: you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's gonna be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. So take a breath, prepare yourself, the best you possibly can be for tongue twister
3: Tuesday. Today's tongue twister
0: is courtesy of Jen. She writes, "Hi Ralph and Eddie. I recently went on vacation to the California Central Coast and drove through Lompoc. Lompoc. You're familiar with Lompoc, California? I, I probably drove through it. There is a military base there, and I always knew it as the Vandenberg Air Force Base. But now apparently, it's the Vandenberg Space Force Base. Oh, my trouble. My boyfriend and I had trouble saying Space Force Base." <laughs> <laughs> and couldn't do it at all three times fast. I would love to hear you and Eddie try this out, LMB Gen. So this is uh this is for all our our friends in the space force, not a real thing, but I'm sure there's some people out there who think it Chad's is. Chad's a member of the space force. Chad, Chad. one of Army member. Yes, Chad is I a remember, member of the space, force. space he's, force. He's uh, he's uh, being put out to pasture. They are apparently, kicking him out soon. Apparently, uh, space has been fully conquered now, and they no longer need. They got to cut their numbers down. Oh yeah, it's just they have a surplus of space agents. Because all the space crime has been cleaned up. (laughs) They did such a good job. Oh, of course. They're the the Space Force. (laughs) Who couldn't (laughs) feel proud when you see that squadron of starships going off into space, protecting American interests? Yes, from the Space Force. From the Space Force. All the Space Force flyers. (laughs) It's not a thing. (laughs) All right. Uh, Space Force Base Mm. is today's tongue twister. I'm going to try to say it three times fast. First, then, Eddie Pence. Speed is of the essence. And here we go. Space Force Base, face. Sp- oh, I thought
3: you were going to cream through I this one. I did too.
0: Space Force Base, face. Space- first time's easy. Space Force Base, Space Force Base, Space, for space, space for- Oh, so close. Space Force Base, Space Force Base, Space Force Base. For there you go. There we go. All, right. All right. Wow. Yeah. Now you got me worried. The I thought- first time, you'll, you'll be fine. I thought this was going to be easy, and then you got me worried now. All right. We'll mm. see what happens. And maybe it is easy for you. Mm. Space force base. Space force base. Space force base. Yeah, it is okay. easy. That for was you. easy. All right. Wow. I should join the space force. You should ports. join. They take a, old people. It's about time you got a real job and bought a house. And I need to move some, somewhere. For God's sakes, but like Central California. Yeah, I mean, don't gonna, you have anyone who gives you good advice in I, life? I do. They're yeah. visiting me right now. <laughs> Parents are fun no matter what age you are. I love kids. them, and I know I don't have a lot of time left with them. That's right. So and it just, breaks my heart. You just smile and nod. But there's a lot of shit you just got to swallow. That's right. And so that's because what I'm they to mean do. they mean well, they do mean well. So and I don't think they understand how they sound when th- they talk. They'll be very proud of you when you're on the space force. When space. I get a job, a real job. And that's <laughs> it for Tongue Twister Tuesday.
3: Tongue Twister.
0: If, like Jen, you have a tongue twister for us, you can always write me, Ralph, at the RalphReport.com. You can write Eddie or Steve at Ralphreport.com as well. Or you can do what a lot of folks like to do. Leave it for us on The Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's a dedicated hotline just for your voicemails. It's pretty easy to reach. You just got to dial the number, 1-833. Hi, Ralph. Then you leave us your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, whatever's on your mind. I'm happy to hear you, and I do, because I listen to each and every voicemail message, and then I grab a handful, and we put them here, in Garmy, on the line.
3: The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Rob's gonna play your calls now and see what's on your mind.
0: Bla, 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 bla. Forgive me for doing this, but I was so, again, touched by Craig's phone call that I'm going to allow us to get one more pat on the okay. back this week. All right, I need it right now. I know you do. Uh, <laughs> Craig is a loyal Garmy member out of the U.K., and I just thought this was a very sweet message.
3: Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Queen Jay, Jackpot, Steve. Um, this is Craig are General from the U.K. Um, I was listening to the call yesterday from Anthony just saying thank you. Um, I thought it's a nice thing to do. I just want to say thank you to you guys as well. Um, I've had a really shitty last sort of 18 months, went for a really nasty divorce. Um, just been horrible. But every day, um, in my darkest times I was having I was like feeling really down. Just have you guys in my ears for an hour and make me laugh and make me smile and just made me feel really good. So I just want to say thank you. I think you guys need some thanks and some support. And you know, we what you do for us is amazing. And um yeah, and just so you know, Ralph, I, um, I bought myself a cat, and oh. my cat is called Ralph. So oh, for he's named fuck's that sake. <laughs> okay, guys, love eat you. Eat you
0: and it. Bye. It's going so well. <laughs> wow. What a way to end it. What a way to toss a grenade in the tent. One of Satan's creatures is <laughs> named after me. I'm not a cat fan. <laughs> Largely because I'm deathly allergic. Yeah. But even if I wasn't, I don't think cats and I would be... Yeah. You don't seem like a cat guy. I'm not. I'm not. No. i not catty at all. I like <laughs> kittens. Don't get me wrong. Who doesn't love a kitten? I think babies of all animals yeah. are a pretty goddamn adorable. I agree. But once a kitten grows up, no. You know, no. No. Join so. baby in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also like to tell people where stuff comes from. It fascinates me, the etymology of words and phrases in particular. So I'm so glad that we got this phone call.
1: Hi, Ralph. Uh, Was just, I I just got done doing dishes and I
3: used the phrase, uh, uh, stick and span. Oh, they're all
1: stick and span now. And, uh, that's a phrase that everyone knows what it means,
3: but
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: wonder where that came from. So I I hope you can help me out. So, all right. Love you, man. Bye.
0: That's an excellent (laughs) question. I never thought about that, but spick and span. I mean, something's all, it's been cleaned and polished within an inch of its life. It looks great. It's all spick and span. What the hell do those things mean? Luckily, there's no racist connotation, oh, which was what I was afraid God. of when I initially started to research this is no racial epithets at all being thrown around in that phrase. Ooh. So everyone can exhale as I tell you where it came from.
2: Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? where you want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? i oh, fucking no.
3: no.
0: Spick and span, the phrase actually goes back to the early 1300s. Oh. Right? Wow. It comes from an old Norse term. So something the Vikings would use. Spanur. Spanur. Spanur, which meant new. Span being a a wood chip. Okay. And nur being new. New wood chip. So the phrase was basically as new as a freshly cut wood chip. Okay. Yes. So spanner is where the span comes from. The spik part comes from another Old Norse word that means spike or nail. So the Dutch and Flemish people would use an expression called spiksplendernuur, spiksplendernuur, which was a way to say something was span new. Span new. So the original phrase was none of this sp- makes sense. By the way, spik and span new. Okay. And in English, they sort of uh, bastardized it into spick and span new, which meant something that was brand new, freshly made. Sure. Uh, specifically, a ship. Because if you think about it, wood, the wood chip being timber mm-hmm. and the spick being the nails. Right. It was a freshly built ship made with all new nails and timber. So it wasn't spick and span. So spick and span new was actually the phrase. And then at some point in the 1500s, they dropped the new, and it just became spick and span. And it doesn't even mean new anymore. It just means something that's been cleaned so much it looks... Like it's new. Well, there used to be a spick and span. like a dishwashing soap called spick and span. It was right? a household cleanser called spick and span. And I that, believe it still exists. That's where I thought it came from. No, that <laughs> came from the phrase ah, spick and span. I thought it originated with that. It was you picked up, oh, it's spick and span, it's clean as spick and span. No, that came from the uh-huh. phrase which meant something that was clean that has its origin in the thirteen hundreds. Makes no sense. From the Vikings. Mm. Spick and span
3: Okay.
0: But it's not new anymore, it's just spick and span. Got it. We should change our names to Spick and Span. It should. It could be our new podcast team names. Spick and Span. Hey, you're listen to Spick and Span in the morning, everybody. Whoa, look at the temperature. It's all blistering, 102 degrees outside. You better wear your sunscreen. Spick and Span in the morning. I can hear people subscribing. I can, too. That's where it comes from. Where
2: did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? I'll fucking know, no.
0: Oh, what the fuck? Ah! Jesus, poor guy. (laughs) He got whipped and punched. Punched and then whipped and just... You know, I play upbeat music for you every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. It's supposed to be a positive thing. Yeah, it wasn't yesterday. Yesterday's happy hit... Divisive. ...made a lot of people unhappy. (laughs) Because it's a Kiss song, man. Well, not just because it was a Kiss song. I think more so because it was a bluegrass version of it. just all, Everything song. was bad about it. Nothing was bad about it's it. It was bad. a fun little zag. Hey, I don't can play them. I don't care, but we, I don't have to like them all. We don't have to zig. Sometimes we zag yeah. just to mix things up. We'll throw a little something unusual right. into the mix. Yeah. It's just one day, people. It's just, it's all right. We cannot like something. Everyone breathe. Mm. So as, a, uh, as an answer to yesterday's happy hit debacle, yeah. where we added... Banjos where perhaps they don't belong. Sure. Today we're taking away some banjos.
1: Oh. Hi, Ralph. Uh Ethan, four star from
0: Indiana. Uh what's up, Eddie? Uh, Queen J with the magic and Steve. Hope you get better soon, man. Um, I figured I would throw in a happy hit, in another cover.
1: Uh considering yesterday's uh banjo attack, um, <laughs> I felt I should help uh Eddie out a little bit today instead of a song that is usually full of banjos. We do a cover of
0: Mumford & Sons' Little Lion Man, but done by
1: Tonight Alive. Um, it's a very, very, very peppy song, uh, especially in its new form. And uh, he might like it a little better than uh, its original. So uh, love you. mean it. Bye.
0: Yeah, you know Little Lion Man from Mumford & Sons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This version's done by a band called Tonight Alive. They're a band out of Australia, which I absolutely really, really like. And Mm. their lead singer, uh, Jenna McDougal, by the way, is just uh, adorable. Here it is, their version, not a banjo to be found, Little Lion Man.
3: (laughs) Weep for yourself, my man, you'll never be what is in your heart. Weep, Little Lion Man, you're not as brave as you were at the start. Rate yourself and rake yourself Take all of the courage you have left Wasted on fixing all the problems That you made in your own head But it was not your fault but mine And it was your heart on the line I really fucked it up this time Didn't I my deal? Didn't I- Of my many you knowing you have seen this all before. Tremble, little lion, and you'll never settle any of your scores. Your grace isn't wasted on your face; your body stands alone among the wreck. And I'll learn from your mother, or I'll spend your days biting your own neck. But it was not your fault.
0: Right? That's great. I like that. Good tune. That's good. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. But it can only happen, as you imagine, if you call me. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Time now to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. On that calendar is every single holiday. That's assigned to every single day of the calendar year. Not all of them deserve our celebrations, however. So we break them down into holidays or holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Happy World Softball Day, everybody. Okay. Come on. <laughs> well, softball doesn't get a lot of recognition because, you know, baseball.
3: Right. Right.
0: That's my point. Right. Just stay in your lane. Yeah. Just be just appreciate what you have. Softball's fun. I mean, your softball's girls get to play it in high school and college your, and then your softball's little cousin. When you're bad at sports and you're older, you get to play it with your buddies later on. It's a it's a wonderful sport yeah. because you can be old, fat and drunk and play it. I'm all for softball. But let's not try to make it anything more than it's it is. It's not new. I mean, it's not, we don't need awareness of it, I guess. No. Everybody knows softball. Yeah. They know its place in the world. Sure. Not everything can be at the top of the heap. No. Everybody's fighting for it. No. Softball just wants a little recognition. It, it, it gets it. It gets it at company picnics. It gets it when one bar plays another that's bar true. in a sport. That's very true. I was on a team. I was on a softball team for the bar. I used to bartend yeah. in, in Glendale. Yeah. We should have a Ralph Report softball team. Oh, we absolutely should. We should do that. How many positions can you play? Just me and you Queen <laughs> Jay Queen Jay. There. Ashton's out. He's on IR. We got to bring Cooperman in. That's a long way to travel for a home game. From yeah, Steve. that's what I'm saying. Coop I just, could play. I, I don't Coop think we here. can field a team given our current status. Maybe a bowling league. Maybe we could we, we could do a bowling we'd league. Scrape together four people. That we could do. You we should, already got the, the the wrist thing. I got for the it. wrist
1: thing. I can bowl, man. I'm just saying we should do something as a group after hours.
0: Yeah, that doesn't involve just a bar and beer. Oh, now I'm out. Come on. I was going to suggest drinking. There should be an activity involved. All right. With your darts, a dart league. Trivia. Let's do, darts. Let's do a trivia. Uh, yeah, trivia. Team. We do trivia on this show going to make me do get wanna, up, I, go out of my chair and do something. We should just have a relationship outside of the show as Can I, I throw the darts from my bar stool? Yes. All right. We'll then. move the bar stool then to I the line make. and you can throw the darts. Softball invented in 1887, by the way. Yeah. Created as an indoor sport. It was indoor baseball. Indoor. Okay. I don't know how that works. But. Initially called mushball and kitten ball. Kitten ball. Kitten ball. Was it a softer ball back then? I'm I've, guessing. I'm guessing it was. But I'm telling you, if they would stuck with kitten ball, nobody would be eager to play it. No. You wouldn't say, hey, you guys want to get together and play uh, some kitten ball this weekend? To any old kitten ball league? Fuck it. Do we get to hit kittens with bats? <laughs> now, I mean, no, not the kittens. <laughs> oh. Cat ball. Oh, cat cat ball. ball would be different. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, National Random Acts of Light Day. And initially when I read this, I was like, oh, fuck that. But it turns out it's a pretty good holiday All because right. it revolves around the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Okay and their uh, Light the Night Walks fundraising campaign, which is basically asking for acts of kindness towards people who are suffering and uh, battling leukemia and lymphoma. So Uh how can you be against that? No, you can't. So it's uh, a random acts of light day. It's hard to say, but it's easy to get Mm -hmm. behind. It's also National Call Your Doctor Day. Oh yeah, should do that. This is for women, young women specifically. Because studies show 80% of all Americans delay or forego preventative care, Eddie Pence. They don't contact their doctors when they should. That number may be even higher for young women because a lot of young women, especially those who have children or are uh, trying to work and also raise kids and also uh, keep a household going with their significant other, they just don't have the time and the energy, and they push their well-being to the back of their uh, to-do list. Yeah. And before you know it, a little problem can become a big problem. My grandmother did that, and she even, she passed away at 74. And we found out a while before, after she had passed, that she had been suffering for a long time but didn't tell anybody, didn't go to the doctor. There you go. Because she was the matriarch of the family and taking care of everybody. She had to hold everybody else's shit yeah. together. My and mom is the same way. Her so stuff gets We have to force her to go to the gets doctor. ignored. So, yeah, it happens. Sometimes your wrist hurts and you've got wrist cancer and do. you don't even go to the doctor to get it checked out. You just wrap it in a well, $4 strap you bought at Walgreens. I'm the patriarch here at the Ralph Report. <laughs> I gotta be here it's true. every day. You're the glue that holds the whole thing together. If I don't show up, the whole thing just falls apart. Word. <laughs> oh my God. It's also National Forklift Safety Day. <laughs> Once again... Is that for five people? Fuck you. Fork, forklift safety is not a holiday. It's a video you put on in the break room <laughs> oh, at the warehouse that. when everybody's... <laughs> a Lowe's training video. When everybody's at lunch. Don't force <laughs> your forklifts on everyone else. Just go well, about your business. I don't
1: think I've ever been within like four
0: feet of a forklift. I, I've only seen them at a distance. Yeah, I haven't been in a danger zone of a forklift. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe at a big box store or something you see occasionally a pallet being yeah, delivered I'm not, i when i see that i don't go down that aisle that's right there's your forklift well, safety there you go avoid fucking forklifts <laughs> wow, why are they taking pictures of me get away from here you paparazzi we want to get a shot on me. my wrist my injury is the big news tmz wants to cover it <laughs> <laughs> it's international albinism day oh albinism is a rare disease throughout the world. One in every 20,000 people have albinism. Interestingly enough, it's most prevalent in parts of Africa. About one in four people in South Africa have albinism. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Um, it still carries with it an awful uh, stigma, especially amongst uh, the African nation, because, you know, their pigment is so dark. Right. And if you're born without pigment, yeah. you really stand out in a crowd. Sure. And it can be physically debilitating. You need pigment in your eyes to develop normal vision. So a lot of uh, people with albinism uh, uh, have impaired vision. So on this day, they try to raise awareness and some money for uh, folks who are dealing with it. Problem is, it's not like they're working on a cure. It's sort of just a generic genetic anomaly. Yeah. There's not much understood about uh, medically or socially why this happens. So really the best they can do is just try to reduce the stigma and uh, support the rights of people with albinism. Turns out by the way, can't call them albinos anymore. Albinos are a slang. That's an insult. A that's slur. that's a slur. Uh they are people with albinism, which is much harder to say. And I I find it hard to believe again, it's not my place to judge. I'm not I'm not dealing with it. Right. But it strikes me as odd that albino would be a a, a slur, a negative connotation. That is weird. I don't I didn't know that was a thing. Cuz albinism is the name of the disease. Right. I didn't that's Maybe it's been used as a derogatory term for too long, and so it no longer has any scientific merit or something. I mean, is this people with albinism that are they're saying saying don't do it or is this other people going
1: don't call them albinos?
0: A certain percentage of people who are albinism victims, I I can't call them victims. No, they're not victims. They're people who are circumstances of (laughs) all enjoying albinism. (laughs) They're rolling around in their albinism. They apparently, a certain percentage okay. of them don't like to be called. All right. If they don't like it, then I won't call them that them. word. So please don't. Sure. And I'll don't change. call them bunny eyes either. They really that. Who the hate fuck that. calls them bunny eyes? People. Mike, you're Philadelphia some, people. Some people are fucking would do awful. that. Some people, because they have pink eyes. I would hate to be on a playground with you as a kid. No, that's from a movie. What, what movie is that? I don't hey, know. Hey, hey, bunny eyes. <laughs> don't know. It's awful. It's <laughs> that's uh, terrible. Is that uh, Bruce Willis? Which Bruce Willis movie? I don't know. Somebody where he was with a someone with a, a enjoyer somebody of albinism. In somebody in a movie with albinism. <laughs> somebody
1: <laughs> said that in a movie. Okay, it's
0: well, let's also, not say it again, though. It's also National Chick Chick, <laughs> it's chick Day. Bring awareness to chicks. <laughs> national kit- Hot chicks, Ugly Ch- Chicks, all kinds of chicks. kitchen klutzes of America Day. <laughs> Every holiday today sucks. <laughs> We're supposed to celebrate people who have accidents in the kitchen. You celebrate them? Why should we celebrate them?
1: Because they survived. No. Did they survive or did they, they die Of course. From the they're just
0: klutzes. They're not they're not murder victims. They're just people who dropped a spatula. Self inflicted murder. They didn't open an artery. Have you ever gotten a severe accident, like a severe injury in the kitchen before? I've only, the worst that has ever happened to me is yeah. I got a pretty bad burn okay. one time. I
1: think that's probably the most, con- cuts uh, and my, burns.
0: Uh, in, my forearm got a pretty bad third degree burn on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But other than that, I never had a major accident. I got a bad burn on my arm, too. Yeah, that's all i Fajita ever did. plate. A fajita plate. Yeah. Well, I was doing the, I was working in the Mexican kitchen, and I was doing the, you know, the fajita plates, you have to use a pair of pliers uh-huh. to pick them up. That's right, because they, they cook it all right on the right. plate. And yeah. I put, I was reaching into the fajita oven, and the. Plier slipped off the plate and my wrist went to the top of the oven and it stuck
3: Ooh, oh, and I, like, you melted? I had
0: to unstick my wrist from the fajita holy shit so yeah awareness to kitchen accidents wow but we don't have to celebrate you because celebrate you're a kitchen i survived um well you know what they say if you can't take the fajita stay out of the kitchen <laughs> Fuck. i hate you so much it's International Axe Throwing Day also today. <laughs> I wish I had an axe right there. <laughs> fucking Holy throw one your face. Note to self, oh. June 13th blows when it comes to holidays. Axe Throwing Day. Yeah. I went to one of those places once. How'd you do? Oh, it's, yeah, you didn't do well. It's not easy You're not to coachable, do. right? Uh, yeah, right. That's the problem. That's a, the fucking guy wouldn't coach me. The guy... I think the he guy coached you. Meet you didn't your take coach. the coaching. No, he's like, meet your coach. This is Billy. He's going to be your coach. <laughs> it's like, all right, Billy. I have bounced... Four axes off of the target so far. How about a little advice? Have a little something, something, coach. He was probably giving me put advice. Put me in, coach.
1: And you were probably all like walking angle. who can't throw a fucking axe? He didn't
0: give me anything. I know you. I know what you did. He was a douchebag. <laughs> Fuck him and his sport. It's <laughs> National Sewing Machine Day. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Let's just jump well, ahead. Let's just jump well, we ahead. But we would have the clothes that we're wearing without the sewing machine. I think everyone's very aware of that. Are they? Let me tell you what doesn't happen. What? Someone says, boy, I have these two pieces of clothing I would really like to bind together in some way. If only there was some sort of machine that would just somehow uh, interwove these two pieces. Say, have of you heard of the sewing fabric. machine? What? 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 <laughs> There's a machine that. that co-mingles fabric with twine what sort of wizardry is this (laughs) we all know the fucking sewing machine okay stop it all right let's find out if eddie pence would eat a thing sure here's how we do it we talk about a holiday involving a food and see if eddie pence would be interested in consuming it or perhaps sticking it up his ass and pulling it out we talk about that food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Penn's jackpot slot machine. When those reels stop, if they line up, jackpot. that means Eddie's eating the food. If they're mismatched,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a no-go. Okay. Today is National Dairy Goat Awareness Day. <laughs> I told you. It wasn't a great holiday. Uh, dairy Goat Awareness Dairy Goat Awareness Day. Okay. Goat milk is the milk of domestic goats, as you can imagine. I mean, I'm assuming it's the milk of wild goats as well, but yeah. you can never get them because they're wild. They're, they're fast. Goats produce about it. 2% of the world's total annual milk supply. Mm. Goat milk has naturally small, well-emulsified fat globules, new, which means you don't have to homogenize it. Oh, you know they have to good. homogenize milk to keep it from separating Of course, cow's milk? Yeah, yeah. This you don't have to. It's already, it comes out homogenized. My dad was talking the other night about how he he grew up on a farm and he had to drink unpasteurized milk. mm that's what he had because he had a cow. Yeah, and when he finally got pasteurized milk, he was like, "Oh fuck, it's so good." I'm yeah, like, you know, Dad. But know. but the, that's different. I know. Okay, <laughs> pasteurization and homogenization are two different. Whatever processes. it's whatever you do to the milk. Well, to make one it better. one mixes it and keeps right. it keeps it mixed. Sure. The fat and the water elements mixed, so it doesn't separate. The pasteurization kills the bacteria. deadly bacteria, right. so your father didn't die. Yeah, but he you can't kill that man. No, you can't. You can try. Goat milk is uh, easier to digest, less, r- less risk of milk allergies, potentially better for your heart as well. Excellent source of protein, calcium, potassium, phosphorus, magnesium, and vitamin A. Now, it is higher in fat and calories when compared to cow milk. Okay. But you can't have everything. It has about 1% less lactose as well. So some folks who have minor lactose intolerance can actually uh, tolerate, tolerate goat milk. Enjoy it. Yeah. So it all comes down to goat milk. Would Eddie Pence milk a goat and then take a big swig of frothy goat milk? <laughs> There's only one way to find out. We're going to pull that handle. Here we go. One, goat, two, goat, three. Mm. I don't like goat cheese. It's so. very different, How is Eddie. it different? Cheese is made by letting milk right. basically ferment. Uh huh. The, the flavor... It, you churn it. Does 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 yeah, yeah. does uh, does uh, cheese taste like milk? Yeah. Does cheddar cheese taste like a glass know, of milk? They've added the cheddar flavor. No, <laughs> it's no cheddar flavor. It's just a different kind of cheese. But cheese and milk don't taste alike, So why do you think right. goat cheese and goat milk taste alike? I don't know.
1: I just never had goat milk.
0: I've had goat milk. Only, I've had goat cheese, and I did not like it. I heard you the first so time. But I'm telling you, they're different. Assumed things. Assumed I probably would not like goat's milk. Well, that's a nutty assumption. Well, I'm nutty. Yes, you are. But what if it didn't taste like goat's milk? Then does it uh, taste like goat's cheese? Does it taste? <laughs> would you drink goat's milk? Then? Does it taste just like goat, like regular cow milk? No, it has a different flavor.
1: Uh, I don't want a different
0: flavor. I like if I'm
1: drinking milk, I want it to taste like the milk I know. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I don't want the milk, I don't know. Would you suck a goat's teat? No. All right. Does okay. it look like a penis or a nipple? Uh, I've I rarely seen the underside if, of if a goat. If it's a nipple, maybe. I'm guessing it's cockish.
1: If it's cockish, no. If there's right.
0: a head to it, now. Something <laughs>
1: don't think there's a
0: head to it. Like, t- if it's nipply, I'd probably do it. All right, fair enough. Okay. That's it for today's holiday or holiday. <laughs>
3: Holiday.
0: And now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call The Showbiz Beat. Well, uh, Tenoch Huerta is in who? trouble. Tenoch Huerta. Who's that? He is the actor who was in Narcos, first of all. Oh, but okay. most recently, oh, I know he played Namor about. in Wakanda I Forever. I know he's you talking about. He has run up against some sexual assault allegations. Oh, no. Musician and activist Maria Elena Rios accused the actor in a social media post on Saturday. Here's where it gets hinky in these situations, in my opinion. They had a uh, relationship uh, that lasted several months, about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And according to Huerta, he is saying that she is now... um, Disgruntled and has been spreading rumors about him to friends and family as well as now to the public about his behavior because they had a bad breakup. Uh. So it's another situation where you certainly think Maria Elena Rios should be heard. The allegations, I think, should be investigated, but I certainly hope that she's not weaponizing an actual yeah. real... Um, a problem uh, to, to to have a personal vendetta right. against and him and there's been no one else coming friend. forth with similar allegations not as against of yet him? not as of yet he said he has engaged a legal team to commence the appropriate actions to protect his reputation he said in a statement although i am by no means perfect i know that these allegations are simply untrue and while i will always work to improve myself i need to contest claims that are both false and offensive And so he said it's had negative impact on his family and friends, as you can imagine. So, just at the time in his life where his career is on the upswing, you have to see this. If If. it is indeed false allegations, something else that he would have to deal with. If they're real allegations, then I hope that yes, he gets blown back to the Stone Age. Exactly. C N C. What? What? I always get confused because there's too many shows on the television okay. that has too many initials. Oh, well, yeah. Like CSI, NCIS, which is what I was going into, CS, but this is NCIS. NCIS. NCIS Sydney Ooh. has announced their new cast, Oh, which is great. All Australian people? I can't wait to not watch <laughs> another NCIS show. But it will show. be on for 12 years. I know. It's crazy. The only reason it caught my attention is because uh, Olivia Swan is the star. She was uh, on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. She was great on that show. But everyone else seems to be Australian. It's a co-production between Australia and CBS, uh, Paramount Plus, rather, and Australia. Yeah. And it's going to be the team of the US NCIS, which I guess means N- Naval... Criminal Investigation, Criminal Investigation Society. S- service, perhaps. <laughs> and the Australian Federal Police. Oh. They're going to team up and... Dude, um, you should audition with your Australian accent. It's oh, true. I didn't even think you about it. You could be it. a double agent over there. Crikey. <laughs> I found some crime going on right here in Sydney. I oh, did dude. blend right in. I don't know why I became Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I don't believe they say I did at the end of their sentences, <laughs> like like cockney oh. Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Someone stole my didgeridoo. Wait, Wait till I hunt him down and give him the right boomerang of justice. I will. I will. <laughs> And you can't have anything nice anymore. No, you can't. I was just saying yesterday, I was just going out of my way to tell everyone to watch Flaming Hot, yeah, the movie directed by Eva Longoria about the story of Richard Montanez, who was the, the janitor who worked his way up from the floor of the plant at Frito-Lay right. to invent Flaming Hot Cheetos, which paved his way to the cor- corporate upper world echelon. echelon. Penthouse guy, yeah a great film, a great story. There's only one tr one problem with the story. Is it all bullshit? It's all bullshit. Oh man. Richard Montañez apparently has made up his involvement with the flaming hot Cheetos <laughs> and has done so for several decades oh, now. Wow. An investigative reporter interviewed Frito lay and they said, Well, we've had an internal investigation as, our, as well, because many of the people montaigne has worked with are now out of the business and he has been going around in speaking engagements talking about his rise to success having made flaming hot cheetos and it turns out he had nothing to do with making flaming hot cheetos oh my god did the studio not do any research after they bought the project well he wrote a book he wrote his autobiography flaming hot no one fact checked the story of my rise to success or whatever the hell it was called Flaming Hot Cheetos were actually created by a team of snack food professionals in 1989 at the Frito Lay headquarters in Plano, Texas. It didn't happen out here in California, where he was working. The product was designed under a freshly minted NBA named Lynn Greenfeld, who was who got the assignment from upper management to develop the brand. Greenfeld, that sounds Hispanic, Is that right? <laughs> But he's been taking public credit for inventing (laughs) Flaming Hot Cheetos since the late 2000s, and no one at Frito-Lay stopped him. Most of the original team had retired by the 2000s, so the story spread unchecked. My God.
1: So you can just write a book that you just created anything, and nine times out of ten, no
0: one's going to fact check you. Statement from Frito-Lay. We value Richard's many contributions to our company, especially his insights into Hispanic consumers, but we do not create... We do not credit the creation of Flaming Hot Cheetos or any Flaming Hot products to him. That's
1: amazing.
0: So he just, just... Made it up. Just took it. Just co-opted it. No one stopped him. And there's a movie now. That's there. That's him. And everyone's going to believe that story in perpetuity. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, you can't count on anybody anymore. No, there's nothing in real. Even the feel-good stories are bullshit. Nothing real in the world anymore. Stay a look at today's celebrity birthday all these stars born on June 13th. Musician Soren Rosted from Aqua. He's 54 years old
1: today. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my
3: hair. Undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party.
0: Malcolm McDowell is 80 years old. How great an actor is Malcolm he's McDowell? great. Great in everything he's ever done. Stellan Skarsgård, also a great Oh, he's actor. amazing. 72. Richard Thomas, who played John Boy Walton on the old Waltons TV series. He was also in a science fiction movie, too, that you probably liked. It was one of those rip-off Star Wars kind of... Started, what? The, the Battle from the Stars, oh, Battle Beyond Battle the beyond Stars. Battle Beyond the Stars, that's yeah. a great film. Richard Thomas is yeah, the lead in that. That's great. It's, he's got the mole on his The yeah, birthmark on his face. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie's fucking awful. That's great. Tim Allen is 70. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> He looks every bit of 72 in real life. He's a dick. Ali Sheedy, 61. Steve-O from Jackass is 49. Ethan Embry from That Thing You Do, the bass player. 45 years old today. Chris Evans, Captain America himself, turns 42. Kat Dennings, another Thor alum, along with uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. She's 37. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen from the Full House, of course, are also 37. Aaron Taylor Johnson from the Kick Ass films. And of course, he was uh Quicksilver as well. And he was in that bullet train movie. Did you see that? No, is that good? Really good. I gotta see that. I'm trying to think, is that the movie I'm is thinking that with of? Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah. And he plays an assassin on. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's the one I'm thinking of. He's okay. real good in it. He's 33. Singer guitarist Rivers Cuomo of Weezer turns 53. <laughs> That's it for today's celebrity birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, because it's Tuesday, it's time to turn on the TV. Here we
3: go. You know what day it is? Hey, it's TV it's Tuesday. today's Oh, I like that one. Yeah, you do. <laughs>
0: Uh, at the end of last week, I interviewed my pal Kathy Carlson, who is the producer and director of a new documentary called Everybody Has an Andy Dick Story. Yeah. And I think talking so much about Andy Dick gave a lot of people the idea to call in requesting the theme song from this TV show.
1: Hey there, Ralph, Eddie, Steve, Queen Jay, Gilbert, Jackpot,
0: Garmi, uh, DC and Toronto here. I was hoping that you could do a deep dive on one of my favorite sitcoms of the 90s, uh, news Radio. Um, you got Foley. You got the late, great, amazing Canadian treasure, Phil Hartman. Um, ironically, these days, the least controversial cast member, I think, out of them all. Uh, Vicky Lewis playing Beth, of course. I fucking love that show so much. I've watched the series multiple times. Yes, even including the last season with John Lovitz. I love it. I think y'all love it, too.
3: All right. Love you. Love you, Garmy. Love y'all. Mean it. And bye.
0: News Radio, sitcom on NBC from 1995 through 1999. Never really crushed it in the ratings, but certainly had a loyal and fervent fan base. I was amongst them. I thought that show was amazing. Anything with Phil Hartman I watched? It was a tremendous ensemble cast, including Andy Dick, as we mentioned. But as. as DC mentioned, Dave Foley, who was great on that show. Stephen Root. That's where I was first introduced to Stephen yeah, Root yeah. as Jimmy James. Yeah. Great on that show. Maura Tierney, Vicki Lewis, Joe Rogan. Yeah, he was on there. Candy Alexander, and of course, Phil Hartman. John Lovitz did join the show after Hartman's death and just ruined everything with being <laughs> John Lovitz. I'm an asshole. Thank you. <laughs> Uh F- Paul Sims. I almost said Phil Sims. He didn't, in- he didn't create the that show been, at all. That would have been amazing
1: that Phil Sims created <laughs> He was show.
0: writing it on the sidelines in between <laughs> plays. Paul Sims, the name of the television writer and producer who created the show. Also known for contributing. It goes all the way around to the Larry Sanders show oh, as wow. well. He was a writer on that show. He also worked on Flight of Concord, Flight of the Concords and Atlanta. Um, a great show set in a fictional AM All News Radio Station, W N Y X. It just was great. When it came to the theme song, well, they turned to a a legendary theme song composer that we've talked about a lot on this show, Mike Post, who gave us the A-Team and the Rockford Files and uh, uh, NYPD Blue, Hill Street Blues, legend in the uh, theme song composing business. Mike Post did the uh, theme song, also scored the pilot, created a lot of the music for the show as well. Here it is, the theme song from the great sitcom News Radio. about nbc sitcoms in the 90s yeah. where they all sort of had that same it's like a frantic just like crazy if you had told me that was night court i would yeah, be like was... well maybe i don't know they all had that sort of that that some uh, weird beat to it some weird jazz yeah. sort of upbeat poppy thing uh the show really started to lose its mind towards the end they were having a lot of fun where they would take premises and run with them uh, one being, what if the entire cast was on the Titanic? At the time, they did an episode. <laughs> they also did an episode about what if the whole show took place in space. Oh, news radio in space. That's when you know you're not getting renewed. Yeah, you just they, like let's just put anything we want right. out there. The reason I bring that up is because they actually changed the theme song for news radio in oh, space. Did they? Here's the introduction to that episode, and it all kicks off with our beloved Phil Hartman.
1: Yes, that looks perfect. Good work. Uh... Hello, I'm Phil Hartman, Bill McNeil of TV's News Radio. If you're a frequent viewer of our show, or even if you, like myself, only tune in from time to time by accident, I'm sure you've often wondered the same thing I have. What if news radio took place in outer space? What if instead of a radio station, our characters worked on a space station? What if instead of reporting the news, we reported the space news? Well, after tonight's very special episode, all of those questions will be answered, or at least raised and dismissed. Now, some people out there might hear this idea and say, Outer space, why? I prefer to say, Outer space, why not? And so, without further ado, we present to you News Radio in Outer Space.
0: ever get a chance to see that episode? Appreciate oh. the fact that the sets are the same. Right? It's just like wood paneling and everything, and they just have space outside the windows instead of the New York skyline, <laughs> and they're all sitting sort of like in space chairs, wearing uniforms. It's very entertaining. Oh, I miss Phil Hartman. Check it out, News Radio. That's today's TV Tune. Here we go. You know what day it is?
3: It's TV Tune's Tuesday.
2: like that one. Yeah, he likes that
0: mm-hmm. one. That's it for today's show, kids. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Come on back tomorrow. We're going to do it again. You don't want to leave us alone. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? Oh, if I get crazy in here. That's right. Wednesdays are always fun, of course, on the Ralph Report, because every Wednesday we always... Uh, yeah. We pool our resources, yeah. and we take a, <sighs> a significant uh-huh. chunk of time yeah. where we... Talk about... Read all of the... One-hit wonders.
3: God damn mm-hmm. right!
0: Look at a smash hit song. And the artist who created it never quite able to achieve that level of success again. You're not going to miss it and all the other shenanigans. Please join us. But in order to do that, you know what you got to do. Stay good in the
2: hood. Because life is life.
0: And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until we do, please remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye.
1: Ha uh-huh, ha, so, ha uh, ha, got it, ha uh-huh, ha, bye-bye Think I better dance now Bye, Menon.
2: Have you ever wanted someone to take care of? Someone who needs lots of cuddling and affection? Someone you can give your love to? Well, that someone is Little Miss No Name